0: Go within to find the answers you seek. Welcome to Light Movers and Shakers, a special broadcast from Within Radio. I'm your host, Elaine Marie Sharp, and I am honored. you have joined me today to celebrate one of the most inspiring, vibration-raising people I know. My guest today is Jill Mattson, a prolific artist, musician, and author. Jill is a widely recognized expert and composer in the field of sound healing. She has produced, performed, and recorded nine CDs that combine intricate sound healing techniques with her original International Award-Winning Musical Compositions. Jill has authored many hundreds of articles in national, mainline, and spiritual magazines, and she teaches about sound healing, with nearly 1,000 radio show guest appearances to her credit. In December 2016, Jill was featured on the cover of OM Times Magazine for her unique contributions to the sound healing field. Before we meet Jill, let's listen to one of the songs on her newest high-frequency CD, Crystal Realms. The song is called The Heron, and it features Clear Quartz Crystal, sodalite, and Adventurine. Jill, you've just released your ninth CD. Ninth CD. That's amazing. It's called Crystal Realms. And I'm wondering what on earth inspired you to produce a CD embedded with the frequencies of uplifting emotions, a dozen flower essences, and 12 different crystals. Was it the fairies?
1: Uh, my house is really special, nothing that I've done. It's just a regular house. but I feel like it's got a dome and it's put there by the fairies. So just my personal opinion and I see these little colored lights and I believe that's the fairies and whenever I play music, I with my naked eye I see all these little colored lights. I believe that all music, not just mine, but anyone, who is a musician, is in some way inspired when we think we're making up a melody that I almost feel like some spirit on the other side is singing it and we come up with it. And then, of course, the big cosmic plagiarism, you know, we take credit for it. But I I say that with some examples. For example, um, there's a physicist in France. His name is Joel Sternheimer. And he has come up with measuring the amino acids in a plant, which is the the pro the builder of the plant. And he does that by observing them and watching them breathe. And then with physics, you can come up with the frequencies. And he found if he then plays the tones of the amino acids and puts them in order of a protein, they're a song. For example, one plant... Literally plays Oh Solo Mio. Now, and it's below a volume of our hearing realm. So I believe, and this is just my opinion, that whoever wrote Oh Solo Mio was near that plant. He was in a dreamy state, and somehow it just resonated with him. I don't believe that he wrote the song and the plant copied. I believe the plant emanated that song below our hearing range, and he, like, tuned into it. So if fairies influence me in any way in my music, because the music very much sounds like fairy realms, I'm so honored. And let me tell about healing. My, my opinion in healing comes down to ascension. And when you see these angels and masters and they have white light, breaks down into the component rainbow colors. So you can heal, in my opinion, with color therapy. It's like an octave, a repeatable musical pattern of sound, of color. You can heal. You can take that down octaves and look at all the things in your body and compare it to the rainbow or the musical scale. You can um, look at the crystal realm, which is energy, and you can count the cycles per second. And what's so beautiful about the crystal realm to me is that it's like a very high octave. it's like it's like um like a water pistol, only it's a really big like a water soaker, and it has a very high frequency that's almost above duality. It's a very high blessing where most frequencies can manifest as positive or negative. It's just like, you know, if you have a little bit of moonstone, you get that that dreamy blessing. If you have a little bit of um, amethyst, you get that um, clearing or purification. And so being surrounded by these beautiful pieces of energy, they give us like rainbow blessings. They give us musical blessings. They give us an octave that could create white light. And what is white light? Well, if you take it down octaves, it's going to be health in your body. It's going to be emotional balance. It's going to be ascension, in my opinion. So to me, a way to heal everything can be done through color, music, fairy realms, crystal sounds, and my gosh, the flower kingdom. Again, each flower has a Composite frequency. So, when you um, like what what one of the techniques I've done is I get a sound oscilloscope and put the flower petal on the microphone, and I can graph the frequency and match it. So, I can scientifically come up with the frequency of a flower. And when I listen to that, it's the same frequency as a flower essence. And I know you absorb sound. So, when I listen to those flower frequency patterns and recordings, almost microscopic recordings, it's like I get the blessing of a flower. Now, it's a subtle blessing, a daisy cheerful, yet a rose beautiful. But still, with all the flowers out there, they give you all the frequencies. It's like all the flowers create the rainbow or a musical scale. Um, It's like every realm, every octave, every scale of music has a capacity to heal you. And we have, we live in like a multidimensional world and we can choose our our blessing, our our elevator to go up. We can go up with the fairies. We can go up with the flowers. We can go up with the crystals. We can go up with color. We can go up with light. We can go up with music. We can go up with good food. You know, we get to choose what entryway. So to me, I'm just playing. (laughs) And to to create music that takes you to the fairy realms, it's so magical, it's delightful, it's healing. As well as the crystal realm and the flower realm. And they're both in this music.
0: Mm. That is fascinating. When I first listened to your Crystal Realm CD, I found it to be great background music while I was writing. I didn't expect it to be, but um, I thought it was going to be distracting. But most of it was actually very soothing, and sometimes I even forgot it was on. Sort of like I got lost in the crystal zone, you know. Did you have a particular intention before you began composing the music, or did you just go with the flow?
1: Well, I can compose my music numerous ways. Sometimes I actually hear it, not with my ears, but I hear it. And then it's like, I just write it down. Sometimes I think I've come up with a really cool, you know, emphasis on me, I suppose my ego showing. And I think, wow, I mean, that one's really good. I like that melody. I did. And then I'll analyze it because I that's what I do. I'm a musician. And I look at the mathematics underneath it. And it's fabulous, and it's complex, and it's beautiful. And, you know, I mean, I'm sorry it went right over my head. I mean, there's no way I was thinking that. (laughs) Here's what I was thinking. Oh, that sounds good. I was not thinking about Pi and Phi and all this other stuff. So, again, it's like I'm tempted to say, oh, I wrote this, but I believe I was inspirited. I believe I was inspired. I believe it came through me. And I also know, because I'm a channel and I'm very sensitive about energies, when I perform, I can feel someone sometimes coming right in the back of me. And then I always perform so much better. So I get help on so many levels. And um, I, I believe that the fairy realm came in and helped me. And I believe the flower realm came in and helped me for those as well. In the crystal realm, I believe that everything is conscious and everything can be a blessing, particularly if their frequency is high enough to be like above duality. When you get like below the fifth dimension, things kind of split into positive and negative poles, not necessarily good and evil. Think of a battery, positive and negative poles. But if your frequencies go up high enough, they can't be compromised like that. And that's the beauty of working in the crystal realms and the fairy realms and the flower realms. And, and you can tie into it. And I believe I've been inspirited And in the music. Like you said, it takes you to the crystal realms. Yeah, it does.
0: Take you to the fairy
1: realms. Yes, it does. Does it take you to the flower realms? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, we've heard about crystal singing bowls. But I'm wondering if crystals can actually sing on their own or do they need some prompting? I think it's a matter of volume.
1: Crystals do sing, and but let's say they're like it, um, and if you want them much louder, you can actually sing into the bass. And, you know, a lot of things, like what direction they're pointed, we always think of sound as non-directional. Sound is directional. You can sing into the bass or point the tip of the crystal and the frequencies come out like, think of a water pistol. Another thing I've noted about my crystals is I used to put them all in like a bowl. And it's like they're this beautiful manifestation of a beautiful gift. And I think of it like directional energy. And when I put them in a bowl, it's like it's a big, they interfere with one another. Sound does that. It, 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 it blends and stuff. So I think crystals sing. And they're best left with some space between them. And I will clear mine with prayer, intention, angel tuners, um, lots of ways, because they can collect negativity of their surroundings. And yes, they sing, and they sing louder with pretty music,
0: prayer, blessings, intention. So, can anyone hear the frequency of crystals, or do you need to be gifted like yourself?
1: Well, or you could use a microphone. People, I have have used very sophisticated tapings. One of the things in this CD is not only do I have the frequencies of crystals, but some friends of mine had incredibly sophisticated um, recording devices that can record, let's say, um, one cell signaling another. Now, normally we don't hear that because the volume is so low. But with that type of equipment, they recorded these crystals for me, and I'm not capable of hearing it. But it's there in audible sound in the background of this music, giving you a like a, a powerful doses of this, this high frequency,
0: which is simply a blessing. I was trying to imagine you as you were recording the CD, and I pictured you sitting in a field of flowers and crystals and you are wearing a a long flowing dress and a crown of flowers on your head. Have you always been so attuned to nature? No, I have not. It's been
1: working with all the tools that we have on earth that has increased my sensitivity. I can communicate with plants and crystals now. I couldn't. Um, But I think when When, you know, when you listen to music, when you're exposed to music, I think it's a very powerful venue that raises your frequencies. I've worked with sound and light machines. It was very helpful for me. I've done a lot of disciplines and classes, and it's just enabled me to interpret more data from frequencies. But the thing is, a good way to um, follow my footsteps is just listen to pretty music. Well, dang. That's kind of (laughs) easy.
0: Well, dang, it sure sounds like it. (laughs) You have heard music emanating from the crystals and the plants and the stars. But what about the water, Jill? Do you pick up musical vibrations coming from our oceans and our streams and our rivers?
1: All of them sing. Everything is energy. Everything is vibration. Everything is influenced by everything else. Think of going to a wave pool and having 100 people in it. Everyone who jumps in that pool affects that wave pattern. So the water, yes, I love the water. In fact, in this CD, I have some solos from whales and dolphins. I don't know if you've noticed. But if if you go back and listen to the music, I do have some singers from the ocean Oh, and turtles. I have some of the giant turtles in there because they all sing. All of those animals sing.
0: That's wonderful. Now, what happens with our tap water? It has energy as well, of course, but because of all the chemicals that have been added to it, does that mean that tap water's energy level is, I don't know, less happy?
1: (laughs) Yes, but if you bless it, if you sing to it, I would challenge everybody listening to do this. Take two pitchers of water, hide one, and then play Crystal Realms round the second pitcher of water. Then, taste test. Get one glass with the water exposed to the music, one not. And I will tell you, the one exposed to the music will taste better and sweeter. And that's because everything affects everything back to the wave pool. Yes. Have we contaminated our water sources? Yes. Does that make them sing less? Yes. Does that make them muffled and dark sounding? Yes. But do you want to change your water? Do you want to go sing or play a prayer or sing a prayer or have a little concert by a stream? Ooh, wouldn't that be a good idea? (laughs) Or even when you flush the toilet, think of it, that water is going down into other water that's compromised. Bless it.
0: Bless it. Yes. You know, I always bless the water while I am showering or washing my hands or brushing my teeth. But I never think about the water in the toilet. So that's a great idea, Jill. Thank you. So let's get back to crystals. I have read that we should ask permission from the crystals before we use them for manifesting or healing purposes. Is that your perspective as well?
1: I believe when healing another or working with a crystal or a flower, I believe it's always better to ask your permission. In other words, how we put it this way, sometimes I've wanted to give to someone, and they've been kind of selfish, and they grabbed it from me before I had the opportunity to give a gift, and I felt taken, used, abused. And the thing is, had they just hold back just a tiny bit, I could have given them that gift and felt like a million bucks. And that's what we do when we pick a flower and don't say, would you volunteer? I mean, chances are they're going to volunteer. And it's like they get a bigger blessing when they work in concert with us. And if they get a bigger blessing, we get a bigger blessing.
0: You've already mentioned that you included flower essences on your crystal realm CD, but how did you actually connect the flowers with the crystals? Would you explain that process?
1: Okay. If you want to think of everything of all that is, today we look at the electro the periodic chart of elements and it's like a square chart. Or if you want to go in on Wikipedia and look at the electromagnetic spectrum, They're going to give you this big line, and they're going to say, okay, this line is sight, this line is hearing, here's microwaves, here's x-rays. But that's, in my opinion, not the way it is. It's a spiral. And if you want to look at everything that is in terms of octaves, like each row in that periodic chart of elements is an octave. And an octave is like bum, 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 bum. It's just a musical scale. And when you repeat that up higher, that's the second octave. So, energy through science, we know this, transfers on the same frequency. So, if you have two violins and you play violin A and the other one's sitting right there, the other A is going to start to play. Like magic. It's like the energy appears to transfer on that same frequency, but also octaves of that frequency. My belief is that you can get ascension health on any one of those octaves you can get it through sound you can get it through music you can get it through colors you can get it through flowers you can get it through crystals it's it's a matter of volume which no one even thinks about so you can in my opinion get that white light the composite of the rainbow of the musical scale you can get that through the crystals You can get that through the flowers. You can get that through the colors, through the music. They're all octaves. They're like just higher or lower pitches of the exact same template. And what I did was I just asked for guidance and prayer and my guides, and they gave me the flowers and crystals to pick. In fact, I kind of felt like a martyr, you know. I wanted to pick daisies and iris flowers, but no, no, no. (laughs) My guide said pick the soul flowers from the Bach flower remedies because those are the flowers, my guides told me, that when mastered, the earth will ascend. So that's kind of like um, pretty important to me. So I believe that I was inspired to pick the right selection of crystals and flowers because I believe that a template, in other words, if you get enough of the frequencies healed, it'll kind of lift up the whole octave. And if you get a template of the crystals and a template of the flowers, just think of it as all these little healing injections, and each one gives you just a little bit more oomph or power. And what's the difference between us and a super huge enlightened being? Quantity of light and perhaps even octave of light. But these are very high octaves that we're talking about here.
0: I noticed that there are several different musical instruments used on the CD. Are you playing all of them?
1: I'm either playing them or synthesizer. It's a combination. I do as many live as I can. And if I um, need a whole, I'll, I'll use a synthesizer. So I'm playing all the parts
0: that must be
1: fun. <laughs> it's fun. It takes a long time because once you come up with the melody, then you need to figure out like how a harp or a cello goes in that cello. She's my sister. <laughs> so, um, it's almost like you have to create each each instrument as a separate
0: creation adventure. It sounds time consuming, but I guess it's also a labor of love. Jill, I know that Crystal Realms is available on your website at jillswingsoflight.com, and it's also on Amazon and CD Baby and and some other sites as well. Do you have any tips on how listeners can use the Crystal Realms CD for healing? Yes.
1: First of all, you can think about volume and loop it, and it doesn't have to be loud, but... um, Simply by having it let's say in your room playing very softly because the body responds to soft frequencies think of Geomatic magnetic frequencies or frequencies coming in from stars in space. I mean that's not woo-woo you can buy the frequencies below our hearing range coming in off of space from um, The satellites for example, so our body responds to the subtlety so You can think of it in terms of listening to it a lot in the car, in the background, doing dishes, um, sleeping. Your ears don't go to sleep, and you absorb sound through resonance. And through your skin, you have receptors in your skin. So that's one perspective or way to view how to ingest these blessings from this music. Another might be is the more you enjoy it and pay attention to it, the faster you absorb it whatever you pay attention to becomes as a frequency louder in volume your attention span like turns up the volume i can think of being in fourth grade and the teacher's droning about fractions and the hot gossip is right behind me i can tune the teacher out and turn up the volume on the hot gossip if i choose and i think we can all relate to doing that so um, when you pay attention to, you get more of it quicker, just a whole nother approach. If you meditate to it, it'll take you to fairy realms, crystal realms and flower realms, making it incredibly powerful. So there's lots of ways to, to be blessed by this music and music in general.
0: Oh, it sure sounds like it. So before we close out the show today... Is there one universal message that you believe that the crystal realm wants us to know? Well, it's kind of
1: hard to me to ferret that out because the crystals are such high frequency. So I I guess I don't know from that realm, but I'm still going to answer your question, at least the best as my opinion could be. I'm just thinking from the realm that I'm really familiar with, and that's just my everyday life. And to me, in my everyday life, the most important chakra, the most important part of my body, it's my heart. In that love frequency, it's like like a heartbeat is 60 times more powerful than a brainwave. And um, I feel like the heart chakra, it's the the most uncompromised chakra. I believe there your macabre or all kinds of special gifts can be found by simply speaking. Feeling like putting on a lens and seeing everything through love. And if you can do that on this realm, I believe that's a very powerful life changer. And of course, I I do that in my music. I will often do a silent track and I'll just feel love and all that stuff records and I'll just put it right in the music. But I would say, in my opinion, that that's the most powerful frequency you got going that I found. So, Everything's octaves, everything's repeats. So I would suspect that every kingdom's most powerful frequency is love.
0: So once again, love is the answer. It's amazing how that keeps coming up in life. Well, thank you, Jill, for being my guest today. And listeners, if you would like to connect with Jill Matson please visit her website at jillswingsoflight.com. I'd love to hear what you thought about this episode, so feel free to leave a comment on the Within Radio site at withinradio.com. This is Elaine Marie Sharp thanking you for listening to Light Movers and Shakers. Join me for part two of this special when Jill Mattson and I talk about toning, enlightenment frequencies, and how listening to Jill's Flower Healing Symphony CD can heighten our spiritual advancement. Until next time, I wish you oceans of love, light and laughter and lots of crystals too. And Lakesh.